Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble falling asleep? Welcome, you're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. Tonight's trending Twitter Tuesday. So tonight our bedtime story is going to be based on what's trending. What's trending on Twitter. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. Podcast is going to do the rest. And the way we're going to do it is we're going to create a safe place where you can set aside any sort of synapses that are firing or misfiring or overfiring with thoughts and thoughtsies and, you know, stuff in your brain, blah, 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 whoever's voice it is. You know, it might be a parent, it might be a boss, it might be your own voice, it might be some strange shadow voice of yours, like blinds me, you know, a critic, a dreamer, whatever. I'm going to distract you from that, and you're going to listen to this story. Because according to scientists, you can't do both at the same time. Listen to my story and criticize yourself or other people, possibly. But you just listen. I'm going to tell this tale, and the tale's going to engage you. But it's only going to engage you enough to distract you, not enough to keep you up. Because then I'm going to go on. And I'm going to talk a little more, and then maybe go like, hey, what are we going to have salt and pepper? Salt and pepper shakers. Do you ever collect salt stuff like that? I'll start talking like that. And you'll drift off into dreamland. That's the goal. And that's all we're here for. If this is the first time here, welcome. Give it a shot. We're a podcast that puts you to sleep. We're on the internet, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Trending Twitter episodes are at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash Tuesdays. If you need to reach me, you can send me an email, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can post a comment on our website. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. That's where I try to post like sleep-related articles every morning or late morning or late afternoon. You can go over to Facebook and get a hold of me. On Facebook, that's where I post our bloopers which are pretty embarrassing, so don't, you know, no need to check out Facebook. But if you if you want to laugh, you know, you need a little laugh, you can go over there and um, I, I can take it. Laugh at my expense, it's fine. Facebook, Twitter, was that, um, i trying to think what, oh, uh, we have a P.O. Box, P.O. Box, Sleep With Me Podcast, P.O. Box 1751, Alameda, California, 94501. And if you remember back in the day, when, like, celebrities had headshots and game shows had stuff, maybe that had, you'd send a self-addressed stamped envelope. I think, or maybe fan clubs. Who knows what, I don't remember. I just remember the self-addressed stamped envelope part. If you send me a self-addressed stamped envelope to that address that previously I stated, I'm going to take three pages of uh, outline, handwritten outline for the show, put them in that envelope and send it back to you. Yeah, whoa boy. I mean, yeah, stop the presses because just a little fun. I mean, I'm trying to criticize myself for doing something that's, you know, I I thought we might have some fun with it. not trying to say this podcast is, you know, history making or that the paper is going to be worth anything or what. Just, Just for your amusement. It might be amusing to put a stamp on something. Do Are there lickable stamps anymore? Or not. I don't know. Those are questions I don't even know the answer to. 
And then if you're in another country other than the U.S. of A., just send an envelope and I'll worry about the postage. All I ask is you throw in like a token from public transit or a transit transfer or a ticket used. It doesn't have to have any money on it because my brother that just got married collects uh, transit-related material. So I thought it'd be fun to send it to him. That's it. Uh, let's get on to the trending Twitter Tuesday stuff. Uh, thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Welcome to Trending Twitter Tuesday. Tales trending on Twitter on Tuesday. Recorded on Sunday. Trending Twitter Tales. So I'm going to get on Twitter here. I'm going to pause. I don't know if it says good live. Hold on. All right, so it's 5, well, 546. It's 10-5, which is October 5th, Pacific Daylight Time still. I got a half a bar on my phone, and uh, we got our usual no no sponsor post. We got 10 things ready to go. So uh, it's trending Twitter Tuesdays, www.subimpodcast.com slash Tuesdays. And you know what I was thinking is... Uh, it's uh, October, and it's the Halloween season, so I wanted to do some seasonal episodes. And if if, uh, if you listen to all the podcasts, you may or may not know, uh, depending on how closely you listen. And if you listen at all, that I happen to be in possession of a couple magical items. One is the magical ticker tape machine that's only functioned once to assign me the king and queen of the podcast or the to assign me the uh, Lord and Lady of the podcast, who are going to be over at um, the uh, Poconos Food Truck Fest, I think, next weekend. So if you have time, check it out. Check the Lord and the Lady out and say hi. But uh, that's only other time. I know the ticker tape machine is magical. It's just never other. It told me, I think it said that Nick should be the defenestrator. Uh, but... I might have lost that piece of ticker tape. I think I lost a piece of ticker tape with the Lord. Not important. It's just one magical item in my possession. Don't try to steal from me because it, uh, from the outside, uh, it just looks like a piece of junk, so you won't even steal it. But I also have another thing that's magical that I only use normally in the Game of Drones episodes, which is called the uh, Roose Bolton, Bolton Fiction Fantasy Time Machine, Fantasy Fiction Time Machine, whatever you want to call it. It is this magical machine. Roose Bolton is a person that I rue so greatly. Like, a, I pity the horrible fate that awaits him so powerfully that my ruing of Roose Bolton powers this machine, allows it to, uh, like, transverse, uh, transverses, I guess, or metaverses, or between fiction and fan. Like, a lot of this podcast stuff comes from some zone. Like probably somewhere between the Aurora Borealis and the like one of the Crab Nebulas. So I get in this time, this machine. It's not a time machine because it's beyond time. And we go places. I don't really have adventures because it's a boring, you know, this is not exactly the adventure podcast. I think there's an adventure. It's probably plenty of adventure related podcasts out there. I know there's a show called Adventure Time. I think I've heard a couple of our writers interviewed. They sounded pretty cool. What was my point? Oh, there's no point. Oh, uh, there actually is a point. So I said, uh, you know, usually normally 
since this is a ruling of Bruce Bolton fantasy fiction time machine, and I usually just use it for a game of drone stuff since it's that's where I found it in a not important. Okay, this is like a I'm going way off topic here. I decided I was like, what what would this shank thing thing do? What would this machine do if I was going to use it for non Game of Thrones? Could what could possibly you know what could possibly go wrong? And the worst-case scenario is I get trapped in some metaverse. You guys never hear from me again. Well, that would be pretty bad because then if you actually rely on me to fall asleep. But, so, you know, we'd figure that out. I probably – I could probably get a hold of the uh, ticker tape machine and it could probably run things just fine. But anyhow, so Halloween's coming up. So I was thinking – I had heard, heard one time when I was in this fantasy fiction, the machine – uh, I did get lost, and I, my, I was out of the Game of Thrones, Thrones, Game of Thrones universe for a little while. I didn't really know it, but I found like um, the studio looked a little bit like Frankenstein, you know, Frankenstein. And I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And he was, meh, 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 meh. and then uh, there was like a, a scientist with him, and I said, "What's you know, where, where, where are you taking him?" Because on this, he goes, "There's this one magical plane." He calls it. The, he said it was the monster plane or the villain plane, monster plane. I think they called it, but I think it was a general. I don't think it was monsters only. I think villains. But it's some plane. He said if you get to the edge of this plane, P L A N E or P L A I N. I'm not sure, but if you get to the edge of it, he said there's a bed and breakfast out there for um, monsters and villains, where they can go and if they're in a relationship, you know, they can spend some time out of the world of villainy, resting and relaxing, bed and breakfasting. I don't know if there's like a, a quaint town nearby, I didn't ask, in case you're a villain and you listen to this podcast or a well-known monster. You should have trouble sleeping, no offense. I don't want to wish it on anybody, but if you're a villain, like if you're, oh, well, I'm not here to judge, okay? But so... Whatever, there's this bed and breakfast out there for them. And I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. And I was like, did I hear, if I heard this, like, is this sub- suck in my subconscious? Like, someone else already do this. So if, if someone else already did it, it's, it's just, I apologize. But, but whatever, you come across this stuff in the metaverse, you can't pass it up. Sounds like it's Halloween. Uh, maybe I should try this out, like, uh, check this place out. Do a little, like, uh... Invest, Halloween investigation. So I climb in the Bruce Bolton's thick, the mach, traveling machine. Since we're not uh, in a Game of Thrones podcast right now, I get in this thing, and I can't explain to you all the complicated stuff you got to do to get it to go places. But believe me, it's not complicated. I just Bruce Bolton. I think where I want to go, and sometimes I go there. Sometimes I don't. So I think about this plane. I'm like, take me to bed and breakfast. You know, oh, hey, Bruce Bolton, what a jerk. Get me to that thing. And let's see what we see. So I hop in the machine. ends up I end up the, uh, like uh, on the way there. I see jo- like a giant George R. R. Martin head, and he's pointing at my uh, machine, yelling about the jets uh, from the last episode. So that's not good because it was like this giant spinning George R. Martin, he had that little cap on, and I matched. He matched his outfit, you know, and but his head was spinning. I was going, ah, yeah, I'm gonna get." So that's bad. He might be out for vengeance against me because I was 
trying, what uh, not important. Him and the Jets are for uh, another show. Um, so I get out there and uh, ends up I get out to the bed and breakfast that's run by this beautiful couple, lovely couple of uh, of weirdos. <laughs> uh, and uh, they say, you know, I say, hey, you know, you got any monsters or villains coming? I got this podcast. I'd like to, you know, tell a story about, you know, follow the villains or whatever. And what do they do? He said, you know, sometimes they cross over. He's like, this is the edge of this strange, you know, intersection of stuff, cosmics type stuff. And um, was that cosmic? Isn't there like a uh, album called Cosmic Something or other? But uh, that Love Shack was on. Who sang that? Fred something. And the B-52's Cosmic Thing. Um, but that's not related to this. And uh, Love Shack, baby. There's, I guess a, a bed and breakfast is a love shack, though, in some sense. Not a shack. Not a chateau. It's more like a love love-in uh, with two ends. Uh, so they say, you know, it's Wednesday. You know, no one's here on Wednesday. Why, well, you picked the wrong day to come. And I said, well, you got any stories I can relay to my audience? He said, believe me, I got this great story for you tonight. Uh, he says, come in and sit down. He said, sign in the register. I said, what do you mean to sign in the register? He said, it'll be $186 or your soul. And I was like, I'm not staying the night. He said, you are now because, uh, you know, we have no customers. Look at my wife. She's going to cry. Or devour your soul, and I said, "Really? Because I don't really can't afford one hundred eighty-six dollars." And uh, you know, I, I tell you what, I'll talk you and you guys in. And uh, I made a deal with them, believe it or not. So this is going to be handy up until Halloween, is I can go and talk people in. I said I'll talk people in and tell them bedtime stories, and then steal the stories from them and come back and report to you guys. I didn't tell them about the second part. You know, story stealing part. It's not stealing. It's more like story. Um, you know, take, you know, I'm going to listen to some villain stories. But so I don't have. Uh, that's the future. Uh, so tonight, and so uh, where was I? I totally uh, blanked here. But so this guy told me the story. Uh, first, I had to sit down, make make small talk with him and his wife. And we we had like some uh, some some apple cider, which she called spider cider, which reminded me back of like when I was little uh, or younger. There was a um, haunted hayride I used to go to, and halfway through the haunted hayride, you'd stop at uh, this uh, witch's coven, you know, pretend witch's coven. That's where you you got snacks that were included in the tour, which was donuts. I forgot. What did they call the donuts? But the cider, were they called spi- Would you like some spider cider, Sonny? So every Halloween, I always break that out. I love saying, I love saying, would you like a glass of spider cider? But so this lady was literally making she's spider cider. It had spiders in it. And I uh, actually gave it a nice, I don't know if they have cinnamon. Sp- I mean, I guess it wasn't in our world, but it, it was like a cinnamony uh, flavor with a little bit of taste of battery acid on the uh, back end. Uh, so, but the, so then, um, there was one time when the witches, uh, this, like, uh, one of them, 
I could see under her witch gown she had a Patriots jersey on. And I told her that Tom Brady sucked, and then she started yelling at me and whatever. That was the last time I went to the hayride. Uh, and she, so, but so, okay, so this guy is, I'm like, you know, and, you know, enough small talk here. And uh, they're like, oh, we want to talk to you about Ebola, like uh, this horrible, horrible thing. I said, don't worry, I'm going to cover it on my next podcast. So, and I agree, it's a terrible thing, but I don't. You know, humanitarian. I need to. I got any material for my podcast here. Uh, you know, and I, I have a, a bowl of segment coming up next show. So, thank you. But uh, what? What? And they said, okay. Well, this. Uh, you know, have you heard of uh, the Transylvania Twist? And I said, of course, I've heard of the Transylvania Twist. I actually used it. I referenced it in my Superdoll podcast, which is the one I'm going to be talking about a bowl in. And he says, uh, great, because. Uh, because uh, this is the story of, he said, have you ever wondered what happened in the Transylvania Twist? And I said, you better believe I have. Like, uh, you know, the graveyard smash sucks. I bet you the Transylvania Twist was way better. And I bet you, why isn't there a song? That, why, why is anyone, Weird Al should have a Transylvania Twist song or somebody. But nobody does. And I, I'm, I'm unfortunate I don't have any musical skills. Maybe I'll get on it with Posty. Or my buddy Damon, or Juan Tread, or somebody to do Transylvania Twist, but um, uh, so what did happen to Transylvania Twist? He said, "Well, sit, you know, sit down." I said, "I'm sitting down." You know, you're drinking your wife's spider cider, and then he hit me, and I said, "No, no, no, no!" Literally, I don't know if that's some strange term to you, but I'm drinking spider cider made by your wife, and. Uh, then he said, okay, well, what happened was like, this was last weekend, this kid shows up, he's about uh, 14, 16, 19, who, who knows, pale of complexion, widow's peak, strange, not quite a pirate shirt, but he had a cape on, black pants, he goes, you know, typical uh, fake vampire, and he said, uh, can I help you, and this kid said, yeah, I'm here, um, descendant of Dracula, and um, I'm trying to work out some family issues. And they sent me out here because I've been rebelling against uh, my family. And the guy said, listen, kid, I've been running in a bed and breakfast for uh, villains and monsters for thousands of years. And I know you're not a vampire. And I know you're not uh, related to Dracula because I just, uh, I know. And uh, my wife's standing behind you with cross and uh, garlic. Watched a lot of... And the kids say, okay, well, I'm, I'm a member of the Dracula fan club. The unofficial one, because the f- official one is run, like Pillsbury or Nestle or something owns the, writes the official uh, Dracula fan club. But, you know, I run the f- unofficial Dracula fan club. And we got a blog, and, uh, you know, we've been wondering what happened to the Transylvania twist. So I, I guess the, uh, what's, the guy's wife was like, whoa, 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 the guy's wife. The woman that runs a place, her name's Vicky, and uh, she goes by Vic, or he calls her Vic. I don't, like, Vic is very, I don't know, I don't understand it. Like, Vicky, Vic's, Vic's one syllable, right? Vic, Vicky, two syllables. Yeah, I don't know if you need a nickname if you have two syllables. Like, usually it's, I don't know. But so she, Vic, Vicky, Vic, she says, calm down, calm down. What's your name? And he says, I'm Raymond. And she says, well, nice to meet you, Raymond. Uh, 
Can we call it? What can we call you? He said, Raymond's fine. Raymond. Uh, Lamond, they call me back at uh, home. And she said, well, why do they call you Lamond? And he said, well, uh, yeah, it's a long story. You don't want to know about it. It involves uh, Greg Lamond, and that's not even something you'd understand. She said, well, listen, we got a – I've been thinking about what you're saying, about trying to figure out the uh, Transylvania twist. So why don't you sign in the register, says 186. Or, you're, you know, you can sell us your soul, but if you just a 186, it's probably a lot better deal. And he said, she said, well, we'll help you out. And she said, you know, we, we got plenty of stuff to do. And this is when I think the magic starts happening. So she says, uh, you know, I'd recommend if you take this, uh, this, this hike we have, it's called the uh, Falls Trail. And just take that hike and it'll clear your mind and maybe you'll find some answers. So I guess Raymond... Lamond, whatever you want to call him, he sets out on this hike uh, after the after he sits. You know, he has to sit down and he has to sit down and uh, make small talk first. I think they had instead of uh, spider cider, there it was a tea time. So they had like t- tiger tooth tea or tiger's tea or something. Which uh, now I found out is like uh, a tiger actually comes out of a teacup and scares you. Uh, so just in case you're there. And it's tiger tea time. Uh, be like, be ready because it's like one of those moments. Now this won't happen in the podcast. Don't worry. I know you're trying to sleep, but like we're, you know, you're about to sip the tea, and then you know you're like, whoa. Um, but that's not going to happen here. No surprises. You know, except for the slowly developing uh, anticlimactic ones. So anyway, I guess this guy uh, Raymond Boy he goes out on this falls trail. And uh, starts walking. And he's like, wait, well, where do I go? And they say, you know, go out through the French doors, which is, stand- I don't know if they're, like, I think if you, well, French doors are a requirement at bed and breakfast, um, just in case you're thinking about starting one. Um, you need doilies. You need French doors. Tea. Uh, some sort of cookies. And a couple doesn't have to be, it can be any um, sexual orientation, age, uh, any demographics, culture, race, creeds, I think anything. But normally it's run by a couple. I guess probably doesn't even have to be. Um, let's see, doilies though, you need doilies. That's not an option. French doors aren't either. You could probably get away, I mean, if you come from somewhere that calls them like I guess if you're in the um, places that hate France that are still like layovers in the U.S. of A., then maybe they call them uh, freedom doors. Oof, that's that's ugly. That's like makes me ashamed to be an American if someone was to call them freedom doors. But um, French doors, yeah, I guess you couldn't call them. I don't know if you have bed and breakfast and call them freedom doors. What do you serve up some? Uh, freedom fries with whatever i'm not it's not my place to judge it is though uh because it's my show but it's uh so this kid he goes through the french doors he starts on this hike and the way this guy put it to me is that it was like when you get out to the french doors you know he's like first it looks looks like you're going through like a, a melted like orange vanilla swirl ice cream after it starts to melt. He's like, you know, kind of sunset-y. 
kind of weird, you know, oranges and whites and uh, off-whites mixed together. And he said, especially on this falls trail, and you just go deeper. And, and he goes, you know, you a little disorienting. You know, there's like ripples of orange. Ripples of orange and ripples of, of um, whatever, eggshell, I don't know, mauve, uh, taupe. And then he, he walk, walks a little bit deeper and deeper and then he comes into like a, uh, like a, some tract housing, like a suburban type neighborhood, uh, except it's a little bit different. The, um, what do you call that stuff, architecture. It's much more Transylvanian because he gets a sense that he's in some place like Moldova, Transylvania, some stra- Latvia, some strange Eastern European country that has changed its name a few times. Maybe could have been, you know, could have a past with villainy or something. So you know, thinking more, it's a it's a suburb, but there's going to be more windows that are darker, more cobwebs. Sky's going to be not sunny. Um, he said at this, this time it was still that swirly orange and white, but it was starting to get dark. It's my, you know, I'd rather be in this suburb because, you know, like, I don't know if they call that cookie bread or whatever. More um, ornamentation to the actual construction of the houses around the windows and the door frames, like more muted, darker tones. But contrasting, like you get a purple, gray, and dark green house. It says some boring ass, like fake shutters. What's with the fake shutters, people? I mean, what the hell? Why are you gonna live in a house with fake shutters? Now, if you do, don't be ashamed of it, because I'm a, I'm a jackass. But I'm just wondering when that started, and why isn't it anymore that people aren't opening their shutters and saying. Toodaloo, how, how you doing? Not important, though. That's a tangent. So he says he wanders down, and then he hears, like, this uh, uh, stereotypical um, Dracula-type voice that I don't really do. Something like that. And you do this twist, I, I do the twist, I do the twist, yeah. And he's like, huh. And then he, he sees his garage doors open. And there's this uh, kid who looks kind of like this kid, but um, real, you know, really pale. Widow's Peak, uh, fangs, the whole, whole, whole to-do. And he's got like a piece of cardboard down. He's kind of dancing, but he's really lanky and like jagged edges. Very, um, very not built for dancing. Very like a pencil shaped, uh, guy. And he's trying to dance and sing. And then his sister comes in and she says, or a girl, but we're assuming, I can assume it's her sister. And she kind of looked like, uh, uh, a vampire too, but uh, a female version. And she says, not as awkward as him. And she says, uh, she says, Drake, you're never gonna get it. You're never gonna win the school dance. I, you, know, you, I don't even know why you try. 
And he says, oh, I'm going to win. Be gone, girl. Leave me be. I will one day win all the dance titles. I will be the most famous dancer in all of Transylvania. And people will never forget the name Dracula. I will... Well, I guess I, I would rather bring fame to the Transylvania twist than to Dracula. But uh, why is something inside me craves? But I don't worry, sister. I'm going to work on this dance. And so this boy just hides in the bushes and starts watching. And then this guy, Dracula, he goes back and he's just working um, tirelessly. And uh, he doesn't really, he's like, okay, that does not work uh, no hook. I wish I had someone here who would write a good Bobby music. But so this guy, he's working Dracula. He's working tired, ty- like nonstop. Who got your hands over that? You do the twist. You do the Transylvania twist and you twist. It's the Transylvania twist and you shake and you stir and you bang and it's back because it's twist. The Transylvania twist is okay, okay, I almost got it here, but it's, oh dear, Drake, it's not there yet. Well, it's time to, uh, sun's about to come out, it's time to rest. And I guess these kids go to school, so this kid files in school. And it's a uh, Transylvania school, so, um, they, um, a lot of, like, indoctrination type stuff at this time, which again, this is another universe, so it's hard to say historically what has to do with ours, but a lot of uh, praising some unknown uh, figure. It's an, I don't think they're communists or um, socialists or imperialists or colonialists. I don't know what ism at this time they're practicing, but it was like, you know, a lot of time, a lot of time conforming. And you know, the good thing was Dracula was a conformist at this time. Like, and he was like proud, 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 to be Transylvanian, but there was this also this vein in him. Now, not everybody who's a vampire should note that. Like, uh, I don't know. I think it was something like, uh, like a vampire was like a, a known thing, and I don't know how they dealt with the blood sucking. Maybe they didn't do humans at this time, but maybe like five percent of the Transylvania population, maybe even less, maybe one point one percent, were practicing uh, vampires. Uh, again, I don't have I don't have time to delve into this whole thing because this is kind of like a, both a prequel and a postquel because there would have been um, so we're kind of in a middle like a middle story here which is confusing but I mean, it's not my fault it's this dude's fault that showed up at this bed and bre- it's bed and breakfast it's it's the fact that's Halloween but so he, the kid he follows him to school Dracula's not very popular. But he's always like, uh, anytime he would bad mouth Transylvania, he's like, don't you know we have the least amount of sunshine of any nation on earth? You know, why don't you have any pride for Transylvania? You know, we have the most bats per capita in the world, the most caves. And he's, you know, always spouting stuff off. And so I guess he's like, uh, they had this like version of the X Factor in Transylvania, the Transylvania. Transylvanian X Factor, and so apparently they were coming to uh, to town to do. Uh, I mean, I don't know the names of the cities. I guess this kid didn't tell. It wasn't relayed to my my part of the story, but uh, like they're coming to do auditions or whatever. Maybe the show. And a, a like a little known fact was that uh, 
that was funded by the government, which was, you know, had this uh, propagandist, propagandist, is that a word? Uh, intention of, you know, prop- keeping the status quo, whatever it was, of uh, praising praising the one person or whatever, the one belief system that the government wanted. And uh, I don't know if, like, what, I don't think vampires were running the show because they seemed to be some sort of uh, outside group, but but it was like a good, it didn't seem like they were abusing, like it didn't seem like there was um, yeah, bullying because he was a vampire that I know, but again, this is a, a story encompassing his whole life. But so whatever, he wants to get on this X Factor, but, but I don't know if he knew what good position he was in. And so then, but he's still at the same time, not to take anything away. He gets up home from school. He's back working. I do the Transylvania twist. I shake it and I go like this. I do the twist and I spin around. I do the twist and I go upside down because the bats are in the caves and the faves. You know, so, okay, that's no good, but I like the first part. And I go, okay, I'm going to get this tracky. You're going to get this. Your dream is going to come true. You're going to bring glory to Transylvania and to the name Dracul. I mean, just to Transylvania. Don't, don't, don't open that door, Dracula. You know what happened to your father. Oh boy. Okay. So take it from the top. You do the twist. You do the Transylvania twist and you twist. And you go like this, you twist around and you go and you would know. And what do you say? You say, I do not know. No, that's no good either. Okay, do the twist. You do the trance when you twist, you go the twist. And it goes like this. And the trance when you twist is a twist of a tail. And you twist around and you, oh, that was good. The Transylvania twist is a twist of a tail, and you twist around, and you give a whale. No, no, what's, oh, those whales that were in that one cave they found, what were those ghost whales? Okay, I got to drag you. Come on, dig deep, man. And then while he's working, and his sister comes home, and I should say this sister and him did not like each other. But then, and they were like right around the same age. I think his sister was like one year behind him in school, and she was very re- attractive. Uh, and she was with this guy uh, again. I don't know what all the um, ethnic breakdowns are of Transylvania, but this guy was like a blue color and pretty large. So I don't know if he's some sort of. Uh, I mean, I have no idea. I don't have my monster manual in front of me. He. Uh, you know, blue, big, burly, uh, humanoid. Uh, so he had a eye, like mammal, mammalian humanoid, uh, f- regular flesh, just blue colored, um, quiet. And so sister's like, Draggy, this is my new boyfriend. And I said, Oh, please to meet you. Would you like to uh, have a dance? And I said, eh, what? And I said, oh, And why? Well, uh, to celebrate the glory of Transylvania and Dra- Dra- to celebrate the glory of Transylvania, my friend. And uh, his, his sister says, "No, no, Dracula. Well, I'd like to meet your friend. I'd like to shake your hand. 
I hope you could take good care of my sister. She is a quite a nice girl. He said, and she said, what is his name, uh, my good sister? She said, you want me, I'll say it's Sinvisna. Sinvisna? Sinvisna? Nice to meet you, Sinvisna. Sinvisna. How do you spell that? C-I-N-V-S-N-E. Sinvisna. Sinvisna. Oh, it's nice to meet you, Vama. He doesn't like that you don't know his name. Okay, my good sister, I need to get back to my dance to celebrate Transylvania. The auditions are tomorrow. And soon, Transylvania will go worldwide with its glorious dance. And so he worked all night on this dance. And I, I mean, unfortunately, like uh, Tenacious D, like tributed the greatest song in the world. And their song was just a tribute, but it was still an awesome song. I can't even do a tribute of what he came up with after the night uh, of this brilliant song because it was so good. But I can tell you that uh, it was awesome, and it was like this pop, danceable monster song, similar to something you might have heard before, but a little bit different. If you maybe are catching my drift, you might not be. But uh, So what happened is um, next day is uh, the the auditions or tryouts. But it was like they were like producers were there and they were waiting in line. And I believe it or not, like uh, Dracula's sister was trying out. She had some, um, she, she was terrible. She embarrassed herself. And, you know, it was a typical thing. They were getting people and then they saw Dracula doing his dance. And at first they thought he was a joke. Like they brought him on. And I don't know if, like I haven't watched X-Factor. I don't even know what they called it there. They might have called it X-Factor. But they get him out there to think, like, because they just saw him dance and then hear him singing. And then he starts singing the song for the people. Uh, I don't know if this was the Eastern European edition or the Transmetaverse Monster edition, whatever, X-Factor. Um, probably a license across multiple universes, though. Uh, I, I mean, who knows with the way they write these freaking copyright laws to benefit, uh, you, know, you know, people, whatever. Let's not go off on a tangent here. But uh, so he's doing this and everyone's blown. They're like, this song is so good. And it celebrates the glory of Transylvania in such a way. And it's catchy like an earworm, like immediately gets up to like the head dictators of Transylvania like the council of, you know, evil dudes or whatever that, and they're like, get this guy, like, forget tonight's episode, forget the normal way we do it, you know, this guy. So they start Dracula, boom, he's on like, you know, he starts showing up on morning shows and night shows and he's viral or whatever. I don't know. Like he's everywhere doing this Transylvania twist. And it goes like this, and it's a twist. I said the Transylvania twist. What's the twist? The glory of San Transylvania. I don't just. It's the greatest country in the world. Of for telling you boys and girls, it's the Transylvania twist that'll well, give you curls. I don't know. Like I said, I can't really do this justice. But it was the trans, and so the next thing you know, you got. Uh, but then they have like a fake uh, X Factor finale, and Dracula wins, 
And he's like, ah, he's like, everybody's screaming. It's like they have it in this amphitheater, like 80,000 people are there. And he's like, I want to thank you, number one Dracula, one day for the what, what? The Transylvania twist. For the glory of Transylvania, we go like this. So he's doing his dance. And people are cheering. And then his temple starts throbbing. And, uh, like, he's like, uh, he's so filled with the glory of Transylvania that he realizes all of a sudden, it's like, you know, a lot of people, this happens slowly. Like, you realize, oh, wait a second. Or, or they might call it a mental illness. They might call it an awakening. Like, where you're like, wait a second, things aren't this society I live in. I'm saying Dracula society for him. Like, wait a second, things aren't really right here. There's something amiss in, in our, our values. We say we value this, but we do this. And, uh, you know, you have the slow awakening and then you either repress it or you uh, forget about it or you live your life, you change the way you live your life or you get angry or whatever. But the last time it just happens slowly and you just adapt or you, you know, whatever, you deal with it. But in a, um, you know, it's just like, just happens in the day-to-day life. Dracula, it all happened at once. So suddenly he realizes that he is is Dracula, like this all-powerful vampire. And he didn't even realize, like, that there had been some anti-vampire activities going on at the behest of this dictatorship or whatever that's run in Transylvania. Too, he realized that, uh, like, that the way things were in Transylvania weren't okay with him. The structure, the government, the things he was glorifying, like um, stuff related to scary stuff that we won't talk about, like uh, having bats as pets. He's like, that's not okay. That's scary, you know. That's kind of scary stuff I'm talking about, not anything really scary. Or, um, you know, the blue people or whatever. So he goes berserko right on live television. I mean, this is broadcast Metaverse Live. So, like, who knows how many bazillion people are watching this. And it's also like this thing that it's, since it's in a nonlinear place, it's like uh, happening before, after, and during. So also in Transylvania's name, it's permanently tarnished because he's like, he turns into a vampire, turns into a bat. He goes after the dictators or the main dictator. I can't remember if it was some charismatic. I don't know. But he goes bonkers. And uh, at the same time, his sister was smart enough. Like before he went on, she's like, can you just sign this for me? It's like, uh, mom, mom, you know, mom's in one of her uh, things where she won't get out of the bathtub. And she's just drinking white wine in the bathtub again. So can you just sign this for me? And he's like, sure. Really, it was the rights to the Transylvania twist. So he goes berserker, crazy. They, they like, um, he ends up just having to take, like, he ends up, becomes so crazy. He becomes mad with power. He takes over Transylvania. He becomes, chases most, most people move out of there. And, uh, you know, becomes this whole legend. And then, it, you know, somehow the images can flash I don't understand the. Tr- I'm not a geneticist or whatever, so I don't understand how it like wavelengths reach our universe, and then we like associate just Transylvania with Dracula, vampires, rain, 
like caves, bats. Um, so the Transylvania twist does have some echoes, but ends up like whatever they they call in, like they like send out. I don't know. I guess like they had hired like the Ninja Turtles, so they have five SOSs to the Ninja Turtles to come shut Dracula down. And it ends up the turtles have a bat phobia or something, um, or maybe a vampire phobia smart. And so they wouldn't come out of their shells or something, or they were like, we're not here. We're heroes in a half shell, not a whole shell. So we're not coming here. We already heard about it. So that's what happened in Transylvania. And then Dracula's sister was with this dude, whoever, I forgot his name, Sin, Sinvene or something, Sinvene, Sinvene. I don't know what she said. C-A-N, V-S-N-E. And uh, they got married. And uh, she and him came out the Monster Mash. Okay? And he changed his name to some dude. I don't know. In our universe. I forget. Some dude or some band. I'll, I'll give him credit in the show notes for the Monster Mash. But really, and I'm not insulting anybody here. Because sometimes, like, stuff comes into my brain. Like, Ray Perkins in another universe might be like a, a like an octopus god that eats theme parks, you know. But in this universe, he's the old man that lives next door to me. You know what I mean? Maybe you don't because it's the... <laughs> probably don't. But, uh... So, whatever. The guy probably thought he was writing the Monster Mash, the Graveyard Smash... But it's really that guy, and that's like what the blue race was, was graveyard smashers. And the Transylvania would send them out to smash graveyards. I have no idea why. Cultural thing that I don't, it's not my business, okay, to judge anything. Strange cultural, um, what if you could practice to smash graveyards? But, I mean, it's to, I mean you know, those, uh, those things are expensive, I think. But so that's so that's what happened to the Transylvania twist. Uh, was the just the story? This kid comes back to the um, bed and breakfast, tells these people a story, and they said, "Well, how do you feel about this all now that you know what happened to the Transylvania twist?" You're like, "It makes sense," you know. Because Dracula, he goes, "Dracula's a thinker outside the box. He didn't want to be dominated by some." Uh, Whatever, he's like, these people were probably sucking the Transylvanians dry, whatever, these proletariat bourgeois uh, capitalist pigs were running the show. I don't know. He goes, you know, or whatever, socialist, uh, you know, fat cats. He goes, who knows? Well, he goes, yeah, this is how Dracula works. He's a rebellious guy. And, of course, people are going to steal stuff from him and... uh it's, it's, he was like, my favorite part now is that the sister even put in this, him in the song. She's like, I'm not, he's like, I'll never look at the song again. That's so funny now. So it's, it's even more brilliant that they did the mash, but it used to be the Transylvania twist. I did the twist. So, and he's, you know, the sister, he goes, they might have made the song better anyway because we don't have a working actual version of the Transylvania twist. But, you know, it's like that's what things happen. They get rebooted, remixed, stolen, um, lost. People go mad with power all the time. And he's like, i just glad I didn't go mad with power. And he's like, also, when I was going through that first part of the walk, and the 
air looked like ice cream. I licked it. It was ice cream. So that was great. And uh, so that's like a, a Halloween tale, I guess. And hopefully we'll visit this bed and breakfast again a couple more times this month before Halloween to see what they got for us there on the edge of this universe. So, yeah, but um, that's what happened to Transylvania Twist, okay? I can't help it. Um, I don't know. I guess it's interesting and sad at the same time, but it uh, makes me more, uh, I like Dracula a little bit better, I guess. Because before, I don't really, couldn't really identify with them. And now I can barely identify with them. So, you know, that's good, I guess. So, yeah, I'm glad you guys listened. Or, you know, that's the tale of the Transylvania twist. Good night.